Hey guys, welcome back to the That Girl Guide. I am here today. Well, for anyone new here, my name is Paige. I took over my little sister Ellie's podcast um, when she went on a church mission. And today I'm here with my other sister, Sadie, and we wanted to talk about our favorite skincare, beauty, and hair care tips. So we're just going to jump right in. Welcome, Sadie. I guess I should say you're welcome. Welcome back, you should say. That's true. Actually, this is our first episode together. I did episodes with Ellie, but... This is true. Sadie has been on actually multiple episodes um, about what were... Do you remember the titles of them? Literally all boys ones. All boys ones. Ellie called me the boy expert, and I didn't know if I should be flattered or offended by that, but... Either. I'll go flatter. So if you want to go back to the archives, Ellie and Sadie talked about, didn't you guys do like funny stories and stuff? Yeah, we did like dating advice, but then we also just did a lot of, you guys wrote in just like your funniest dating stories or wrote in questions and we went through and answered them. Some crazy stories actually. It was funny. Yeah, I love that. So if you want, you want just like a fun listen, go back to, I think it was Guide to boys or something. The That Girl Guide to Boys. Yeah, Yeah. I love that. We'll maybe do like a part three episode, but with me instead of Ellie. Okay. So anyways, I always say thank you guys for being here. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope this um, episode's super helpful. I know Ellie did a guide to skin um, that I actually found really helpful. And then we get a ton of DMs just like asking about skincare and beauty. And so I felt like it would be super helpful to put all into a podcast um, episode to just refer back to. So I want to... Well, and it's skin and... Beauty, like hair beauty care. In general. Yeah. yeah. Just like everything. I want to start by saying like, don't be overwhelmed. I feel as if I'm finally getting to a good place in my life that I'm not like overwhelmed by what to do with my hair and what makeup to use and what skincare to use because I feel like it can be overwhelming and so my goal is just to like break it down make it simple don't be like overwhelmed by any of this information or stressed like hopefully it's just in a way that is digestible and yeah just easy well because just so many different things work for so many different people yeah and so I feel like I'm like one person says this one person says this and it's like well where am I supposed to go yeah like which one do I do so yeah I feel like that's the overall message like Sadie and I use completely different products things there's a couple thing products that I feel like we share but overall we use totally different stuff so I feel like that would be one of my biggest pieces of advice is like not everything works for everyone. There's not like a right or wrong. Yeah. And there's not a right or wrong and look at ingredients, which I'm going to kind of like talk about. Um, but also only introduce like one thing into your hair care, makeup or skincare routine at a time, because I have done this where I'm just like, Oh, I'm feeling ugly and I want to try like all new makeup. But then I'm like, well, which one did I, what product do I like? What do I not like? And then also same with skincare and same with hair care. You're like, which product is actually doing something? And I think even if you go to like a dermatologist or a statistician, they say that they like have you slowly introduce things at a time. And if you're on a budget, a lot of people can't afford to buy a bunch of stuff at one time. Yeah. So it's beneficial to your bank and to your skin and to your hair to just go like one at a time. Yeah. Benefit your bank, benefit everything else by just just trying one thing at a time. Okay. First, I want to start with skincare. I want to do like a very quick breakdown of just ingredients and what they do. The reason I'm doing this is because I, and the reason I feel like I'm finally in a good place is I actually work in marketing. And so I 
work on a lot of campaigns to sell people products. And so although marketers are great, I am a marketer. It can be confusing when they talk about all these things that they do without understanding like how it does that, which I I do think marketing, like my team specifically is trying to better break down ingredients and how they do it. But sometimes it's too hard to understand. So start starting with ingredients or starting with skincare. I feel like the three things if people are like, what do I buy? Where do I start? That you can't like everyone should have. This isn't like a to Sadie and I's point earlier, like everyone uses different. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Like it's not a one. It's not a one size fit all. However, there are three things that I would say that everyone should have. It doesn't necessarily maybe matter the brand or the type, but three things to 100% have in your skincare routine are one sunscreen, two vitamin C, and then three, like a retinol or tretinoin or whatever. Um, Those are just like sunscreen, obviously, because that like that helps you not like age your skin and then vitamin c just brightens your skin and then like a retinoid or tret whatever they're called <laughs> those so informational i know well that that helps like turn over your skin so i feel like whatever obviously like look at the ingredients but i would say like most dermatologists most estheticians like agree that like those are the three things that people should just have it doesn't matter what your skin type is it doesn't matter who you are like it should be somewhere yeah it should, it should be in your routine so if you start anywhere I would start with sunscreen ret- retinol and a vitamin C what sunscreen do you use I do you use, have a recommendation I use the Elta MD sunscreen but mm. I know um, and I also use the super goop sunscreen but I also know that that has caused specific the super goop sunscreen can cause acne for some people so it hasn't for me at all so i would recommend but them but same i use super goop but if you have very sensitive skin yeah because maybe... i think ellie had a reaction to both of those yes. or at least the super goop ellie did. did have a reaction to super goop yeah but she did was... but yours was fine yeah so i like super goop as well but I do want to caution that some people have a reaction to it. So I think the L to MD is like medical grade and pretty safe. I don't think a ton of people have a reaction to that. So I'd recommend that. I always like wear it and put that on. So the super goop one is good though because they have tinted versions of them. Yeah. And so I like sometimes replace that with like... Like instead of doing a foundation or something, yeah, I just put on sunscreen and I feel like I get a little. Yeah, no, I do like that. I just like hesitate if people do have a reaction. Yeah, so disclaimers, but it is good. So the safer option would be the LTMD one. Um, Okay, sunscreen, vitamin C, retinol skincare summary. Um, And then I want to go through just a couple ingredients super fast within skincare. If you're, because I get a lot of questions like, what if like my, I have acne or like what if I want to help with like um, brighter skin or what if I want to exfoliate like what are some things so I'm going to talk through a couple ingredients to look for in your skincare products not necessarily like any brand because a ton of different brands have different like combinations of them and again everyone can react differently to stuff so hyaluronic acid I personally love And again, that's in a ton of different products. That's in like lip products. That's in skin products, but specific to skin and like lip balms and stuff. It helps uh, your skin stretch and flex and reduces skin wrinkles and lines. So I use, I personally use a hyaluronic acid because that's just like a good basic thing to have. 
um, salicylic acid. Um, this treats acne by reducing swelling and redness and unplugging blocked skin pores to allow pimples to shrink. So I also sometimes use this when I feel like I'm like breaking out. Do you use a salicylic acid? Yeah, but I think it's like in other stuff. Yeah, yeah. like I can't remember. But if you're trying to treat acne, like again, it doesn't work for everyone, but salicylic acid is a good like ingredient to look for. Um, okay, AHA and BHA, I love both of these ingredients. Um, AHA specifically improves skin texture, fade dark spots, and reduces the visible signs of aging. So I have like a face wipe that is like a two-step AHA and BHA because they target different things. Um, and so the AHA improves skin texture, fade dark spots. Then BHA um, helps new skin cells replace old ones and ex- it exfoliates the top layer of skin and dissolves excess oil. So if you're like looking to exfoliate your face or you feel like you want to like cleanse it or whatever, BHA would be what you want to look for. Okay, those are like the four. I'm not a dermatologist. I'm not a, what's the other one? Esthetician. Esthetician. So that's just like what I've learned working in marketing, working um, in the beauty space and like also just my own research. But I feel like those are four ingredients to look for in skincare that help target different things yeah you oh well, <laughs> we, we both almost we both said went. something well so that's it. those are the, those are the four ingredients i would say and then again like i said vitamin c retinol and then sunscreen and then my last thing on skincare i feel like you need to do a post about this i feel really do you like well yeah because you're naming all these things do you like a post like ingredients okay. to look for da, da, da. okay then, i don't know Okay, that's good. Paige will post a reference okay. guide or something. I will. I will work on that. Um, I would say as we segment, do you have anything else on skincare, I guess, before I well, give my last yes. thought? Okay, I tell my, me. Well, I have my whole situation with spironolactone dermatologist. Oh, okay. I was on Ellie also for the listeners from long, long ago. Ellie talked about this. Long, long ago, a long, couple months ago. ago. <laughs> Ellie did her episode on skin. She got on, it's a pill that um, a dermatologist recommended to both of us called spironolactone. She didn't, it didn't do anything for Ellie. For me, I loved it. It solved all of my problems. I had no side effects or anything. It just cleared out my skin. I could use whatever, like I know there are a lot of, um, like super goop clogs your pores and this makeup does this and these foods can create mm-hmm. acne. Literally didn't matter what I did. My skin was perfect and glowing. And wow. I was like, wow, what a miracle pill. Yeah. It was amazing. And I'm sure a lot of people love it and say the same thing about it. However, I recently found out about a lot of like long-term effects of being on spironolactone, like especially with like your fertility. It just affects all sorts of things. And I got, I didn't know that. Yeah. How'd you find that out? Uh, I just started doing research on it because okay. I have a friend who's an esthetician and she wasn't like trying to be mean, but she was like, have you like looked at all the side effects yeah. in the long term, whatever? Because immediately I've been on it for probably like two years now mm-hmm. and I haven't felt anything like it doesn't affect me physically, but long term it does. And so I started looking into things and I got so scared And so I finally got off of it, went to an esthetician. Basically, my whole point is I have a testimony of estheticians and she instead, so I got off of spironolactone without talking to an esthetician and my skin immediately started to freak out. 
she was like, no, go back on spironolactone. We got to get you on a regimen so that when you get off of it, your skin doesn't freak out. And it was miraculous. Yeah. I got on I feel like this whole, like I got on this regimen of all these things. I got off spironolactone and now I'm not taking anything that has hormones. I'm not taking anything and my skin still looks good. Yeah, but it's it does like, look good. I feel good. like I have heard that a lot that um, estheticians specific to Ellie as well, just like really help treat the skin because they work on like an entire regimen and they also look at the entire picture of like maybe yeah. what you're eating and like other things that could play a factor into your skin so if you are really really struggling with skin this is just like our beauty tips advice like definitely I mean dermatologists are great too but they often recommend yeah like pills or it's kind of like a band-aid yeah it's it's like okay it'll fix it immediately which is awesome yeah but it doesn't actually like get to the root of the problem like I would have to be on spironolactone like forever whereas these products it's like it's, and, like, when I was on spironolactone, I still had to do, like, a face care routine mm-hmm. and be on the pill. This way, it's, like, I just have so to, So, n- like, your new skincare routine, do you know if they have, like, hyaluronic acid or salicylic acid or... Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They have all these things. And so, for someone who, like, Paige is so good about all these things and she knows so much because of her job, which is awesome. But for me, sometimes I just get overwhelmed and I'm kind of, like, someone just... Tell me. tell me what to do. Someone tell yeah. me what I need. And so that's why I love my esthetician because she one told me like you could get all these products, but what's your budget? Da 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 da. And just told me what to get, what would be better. I was able to figure out just like what worked for me and it made it a little bit easier yeah I love that so if you can't get like an esthetician or something I feel like they're pretty affordable they I was so shocked I thought all the products were gonna be like so crazy there was one that I probably didn't need to buy it was for Mm anti-aging and that one was expensive but all the other things were very much affordable that's good so yeah but if you can't get an esthetician I would just like have a vitamin C I would have a retinol I would have a sunscreen and then look at like ingredients and it's kind of annoying because again I used to feel like overwhelmed and I'm like what does this serum do and they all claim to do like a million different things but just back into the ingredients and like target whatever you're trying to well that's what I was thinking of, which is what estheticians do so you can be your own esthetician too but that's why I was that's just like what made me think about it it's like this product and this product claim to do the same thing where like similar to like my dermatologist said if I got on the pill it would clear up my skin my esthetician said if I did this it would clear up my skin both of them cleared up my skin but I very much prefer to not be on a medication yeah and to have it be like a long-term solution so that's yeah. where you have to be like yeah okay they both claim to do this and I'm sure they do mm-hmm. but that's why it's hard because you don't really know how things work yeah no it's true and it's kind of hard again like uh I don't even know at any age that I started caring about skincare I probably maybe started paying attention honestly mean started caring about skincare well like started like, I feel like no one ever I feel like you always didn't want to have acne yeah yeah that's true okay But I just felt like I was always overwhelmed by it. But that's why I wanted to do this episode is to like break it down to not be overwhelmed by it and just like look at the ingredients. And if you don't have a dermatologist, if you don't have an esthetician, just like not that I'm either of those, but to not be overwhelmed and just back into like whatever you're trying to target on your skin to just look at the ingredients, you know, because it's just overwhelming. Okay. And then all of that to say like 
I do, I have heard, and Ellie specifically on her skin episode, like whey um, protein caused like a bunch of her acne randomly. But that's, sorry, go. No, you go. Well, that's why it's so hard because it's like, I I drink whey protein every single day of my life. Wow. So every day, literally the same shake. So it's just hard to be like, well, this causes acne. Yeah, no. For Ellie, it did. For me, it didn't. For some, so. That's why it is hard. Well, that's why you can't like it's you, not a one size fits it's all not thing a, yeah and that it is kind of a journey because you have to test like is oh should we talk about silk pillowcases silk pillowcases help a lot with your skin and with that's uh, true your hair i don't personally but have one but i have heard don't? no i don't know people like actually i guess well my sheets are kind of silk anyway so it's not like a i don't think it's the same oh. they're really cheap off of amazon and okay. they're so comfy my husband sleeps with it too just because he thinks it's like soft. I love that. Okay, maybe I should get one. But point being is you ha- kind of have to just – that's why you test one thing at a time. Like maybe cut out whey protein, see if that does something, and then add in this product, whatever. You just have to – Yeah, you just error. it's just trial and error. So, But that's what I was going to say though is like some foods could be causing acne – um and so just like, like sh- i know i'm pretty sure sugary foods oh gives me acne almost everyone, everyone. It yeah. creates acne. so i've i feel like my general blanket statement as again not one size fits all just like eating more whole foods can often help your skin because there's like nothing so weird in it yeah that's true but also and sleep so like uh-huh. that is i am Sadie knows I'm I'm called the party pooper because I She's like been the party pooper forever and ever. <laughs> it is because I go to bed. I love my sleep. I have to get eight hours of sleep. But seriously, when I don't sleep, it affects well, it affects all area so of my much. life. I get like <laughs> headaches. I'm like not but it also affects my skin. Like yeah. if I have like a rough week where I'm not sleeping as much, like I break out. So prioritize your sleep because I really do feel like that helps your skin. Wow, we only okay next. <laughs> we've really only we been move on from. We've only been talking about skincare, skincare, but any other skincare thoughts, feelings? No. Okay. My, I guess <laughs> I guess our next couple topics are just like beauty, makeup, and hair care tips. I feel like you have an your hair has done a one eighty in the best it's way. So, what's your hair journey, and what have you learned? with hair products basically when Paige refers to my hair journey it's that I went through a phase where I started like I started getting highlights and then I went lighter 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 basically my hair was white as snow because I just bleached it so much I wanted to be so blonde and it looked in my opinion looking back really it looked scary I also had a tanning bed addiction at the time so I was orange with white hair um, so it was a bad look, but basically finally I was like, okay, I literally need to stop. Oh yeah. I went to my hair girl once and I went in and she was like, okay, what are you wanting done today? And I was like, I want to go a little bit lighter. And she was like, lighter? No, she literally was like, you want to go lighter? And I was like, yeah, I just think it got to the point where like I did this with tanning too. I would tan so much and I wouldn't realize how tan I was. And I we realized. Like, we told you. Oh, yeah. My whole family told me. I remember <laughs> Paige and I used to live together 
and like in college and I was like, wow, I really need to go to the tanning beds. Like, I'm looking so pale. And Paige was like, Sadie, you are brown. Uh, Yeah, it was concerning. But that happened with my hair, too. It's like, I was like, oh, wow, like, I really want to, like, go blonder. And my hair was white. A quick tangent on tanning beds. I skin. Yeah, I loved tanning. I tanned all through college and after. Um but then I got married last year and I was like, this is seriously not good for you. Yeah. It's really, really scary. Like I have had friends actually had melanoma because of like, I mean, we don't know if it's from tanning beds, but she did go to a tanning bed. So just be careful with tanning beds. I know everyone says that. And like everyone said that to me and Sadie when we would both well, tan. So to the people that don't care about their health, because that was my response to Paige. Paige would tell me you're literally going to get skin cancer. And I said... Who care? I'm going to look hot and have skin cancer. Oh, my gosh. I literally didn't care. And I used to say, like, oh, and Paige would tell me, you're going to get wrinkles. And I was like, well, once I'm married, I won't care if I have wrinkles because, like, I'll have my husband. I can be ugly then. Now I'm married and now I'm really sad because I'm already aging and I can, like, tell that I'm starting to get wrinkles. And I know it's because I went to the tanning bed so much. So to the people that don't care about skin cancer... If you're vain like me, apparently, and you just care about your skin and the longevity of just like your elasticity, everything, really don't go tanning beds. You really can do don't self go tanner. Beds. Like, and also, you should care about your health because my husband just care. had cancer, that's and that's so not true. a fun time. It's nothing to be messed with. Yeah. So, don't, <laughs> if you are vain, that's okay. You still don't want to do it, but well, I feel like also, when you're young, like I remember, I just you feel like you're like untouchable. Yeah, and, like yeah. I was like, I won't get cancer, but I just wanted to look hot, and so yeah. I went all the time. And I'm I know like, I feel like cool. a mom right now saying that because when well, people told me not to tan, I didn't listen. Newsflash: okay. I looked crazy. Like it's not. I didn't even. <laughs> you look, said it, not me. But that's the thing. It's I wanted to look super cute, and I'm like, I looked terrifying. So yeah. it's unfortunately. Just, I hate to break it to you. You're probably too tan. Yeah. I'm just guessing. I if you have an unhealthy relationship with tanning beds, it probably yeah. doesn't look very good. Yeah. So, sorry, that was a tangent. But just don't go to tanning beds. And I let's not be crazy here. If you have, like, an <laughs> event coming up and you want to tan, okay, like, a couple times, I'm not going to encourage it. But just yeah. don't keep but going also, after. like, there are spray tans and self-tan. That's true. There That's are other true. ways. There are other go. ways. Spray tan. That doesn't. Self-tan. Okay. Kill. Okay, back to your hair journey. You Jeez were bleaching Louise. it and it was yes. not healthy. What and did you do? Let's just get to what did you do to okay. fix it? Well, one, I still get highlights, whatever. So I'm not saying stop bleaching your hair. But if you're in the cycle of like going a little bit blonder, a little bit blonder, a little bit lighter, just know it's probably going to come back to bite you. And also probably doesn't look very cute. It's probably getting out of hand. Um, so I stopped bleaching it as much, which means I could go longer in between appointments. Cause like my roots didn't grow out as much. Mm-hmm. So I'm very much, I mean, my hair color is drastically different than what it used to be just mm-hmm. cause it's more my normal color, like my natural color, I mm-hmm. think is what I meant to say. Um, I also, um, I'm so sorry, Olaplex. I used to like love Olaplex cause everyone talked about them. Um, they're in heat right They're now in mega heat well because i used to use their shampoo and conditioner when i was like trying to regrow my hair and stuff mm-hmm. 
and my hair would fall out oh, in the shower. Yeah. Like, so Olaplex is fine because I work in the hair care space too. So I've researched it. Hair care or Olaplex is okay if you use like once a month or something and it can help and it does have good ingredients. I but think, it has really... Oh, I'm so sorry, everyone. Sadie's alarm just went off on yeah, her phone. Wow. It's okay. Um, But if used like frequently which i assume you were doing it has like the ingredients are so strong in it they're like hair oil is like probably fine but their shampoo and conditioner i think is really expensive but if you have it it's okay just don't use it every day this isn't meant to be an attack on olaplex i was my original point was (laughs) the basics have to be good like your shampoo and conditioner have to be quality i think if you're gonna invest in anything for your hair it's got to be a good shampoo and conditioner. I use the really? Amiga one. Yeah. Because if you have like a really expensive hair mask. I would say hair serum. Uh, that's um, maybe. I think um, my, I think I like had the potential to grow my hair already. Mm-hmm. So I think if you're trying to grow your hair and you've just always had very thin, fine hair, then a good hair serum. But if you're trying to come back from bleaching it for so long and it's just or a really hair growth shampoo and conditioner bondi boost but that's what a... i'm saying is okay. i think it like if you're if you had good hair and then you ruined it like i did mm-hmm. i think you need a good shampoo and conditioner yeah if you if you invest. have bad hair i'm gonna be honest so like skincare i feel like you <laughs> there's can, nothing you can do no 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 that's not what i was gonna say i feel like skincare you can kind of target like what you need to do but also i don't know you can pick ingredients you don't have to have like a million different things like you know, but with your hair, I, to repair it, I feel like there are a lot, like you can't just get like one hair mask and it repair it. No, or, like, I agree, one. but I'm like, saying, you need a hair serum, you need a mask, you need an oil. Like your hair is like, there's so much there. No, it is. And so that's the thing is but I have hair all kinds of more products ever, now affordable. that I like yeah. love and swear by, but I'm just saying, but if you have all like the trinkets, but your shampoo and conditioner stink. Mm-hmm. It's not going to do as much. Like the you trinkets. need the trinkets. You need a good shampoo conditioner. Bondi Boost has a really good one. I have the Amica shampoo and conditioner that I love. Yeah. And There's I a lot of really good hair care yeah, brands. I think like probably not like Pantene. And- no, Pantene actually. Is- no. 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 Page. Guys, I'm telling you, I, I've actually been spending a lot of Uh-oh. time in it. Because they're the whole fad used to be like no silicones and no sulfates, which it's true that can be really bad for your hair. But in all things in moderation, it actually like there's this big influencer. Her name's like Abby Young, and she's a trichologist, which means they like study hair. Totally. Um, <laughs> and she's talking about how their their drugstore um, shampoo and conditioner is not that bad. I'm sure. Okay, I'm sure there are some drugstore yeah, yeah. ones that are fine. Pantene specifically, I think. No, there's a pan, there's a Pantene one that I think she recommends. I'll have to look. Well, we're not being very helpful because we're arguing. But anyways, <laughs> I like the Amica one. The Amica, uh, is it Amica? Or yeah, Adiga? it's Amica. Or, it's okay, Amica. whatever. Yeah. Amica yeah. has a good shampoo conditioner. So Bondi, Bondi Boost. Boost. I work for Bondi Boost, so I'm biased. Um, but also a really good hair mask, I think, has helped a lot. I would shampoo my hair, get out of the shower, put in a hair mask. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because you're supposed to do it after you shampoo, but before you condition. So I shampoo, uh, get out, like do some housework. Interesting. But then you have to go back in the shower? And then go back, I, rinse it off, and condition. That's you can also too inconvenient do it, like, for me. My favorite, I love hair masking. I posted a video the other day about it. 
literally if you're doing like an updo and you're doing like a slicked back bun or if you're going to the gym put in a hair mask and then the second you shower it your hair is like magic before you even shampoo and conditioner so then you shampoo and condition after After, yeah here's the thing okay if you shampoo and then put it in you get out all the gunk so then i feel like it's able to penetrate your hair better i do do that too like if it's hair wash day i'll sometimes put it in go about my life and do like an updo Mm. but i feel like it's able to penetrate the hair follicles more if i shampoo get all of like the excess oils and everything out of my hair and then put the hair mask in but it is kind of inconvenient so it has to be like a saturday where you're like have a second doing some chores around the house and stuff yeah but i really do think that that's been really helpful yeah you've loved of course a heat protectant oh yes i use the bond i boost heat protectant because i actually saw a video the other day and it like was a q-tip and it put yeah like a I put a heat protectant on it and then like a lighter and it didn't light up but then yeah i but then the other part was like it didn't have a heat protectant on the q-tip and then the lighter lit it up and like burned it yeah so heat protectant on your hair is i used to not think it mattered but it really it totally does that's scary okay also we're gonna have to do a part two because we haven't gotten to oh, no like <laughs> yeah stuff. yeah we haven't gone to makeup and we haven't gotten to so many of the questions yeah, on I'm not even like done i know like, I'm like hello i still have like a list i, I of, know like, i know we have so much more to say so we will end this one wait hold on i have a last oh one. <laughs> oh my gosh okay well. well i saw it was kind of like a trend on tiktok of like a proof that like hair is everything uh-huh. and it was people like um like putting their hair behind their ears like doing mm-hmm. all these different things and now i used to always say like when i was getting ready like i just i would focus so much on my makeup which obviously how you do your makeup like can literally shape shift you but i'm realizing if i like put so much time and effort into my skin and then my hair looks really stupid it kills the whole vibe really yes i feel like if my hair if my makeup looks good then i can just like do a bun in my hair and it's okay i'm the exact opposite now is now i like do if i'm like short on time i like focus on my hair and make sure my hair looks good and Mm. then I can do like a lighter makeup look. I can do whatever with my face. Interesting. And because, and it's just like hair makes it for me. Wow. So that's my way of saying invest in hair care. Invest in hair care. I think I'm like invest in skincare. Well, I don't know. I'm investing in all the care. We're every single thing one of us No, I think it's good. I think the point of this episode, if you're listening, is like literally all skincare, all makeup, all hair care. It seriously depends on the person and it changes per person. So don't like let anybody influence you or market to you to be like you have to get this it's like the magic product I see so many people saying that and there are some magic products that for me that I like love but it doesn't mean that it's like magic for everyone specific like okay last year I'm like that works for everyone like it's magic like there are some things for sure that like do work on everyone but works for everyone sunscreen works for everyone so there are a few but like if they're like this serum like changed my life like okay it might change some people's life but not everyone's yeah. so i hate like blanket statements like that even though i just made one but <laughs> the point is like we use different products like that like one we have very different hair yeah we have very like, different hair very different skin we're sisters but we still have different like things that work so yeah. in summary i hope the ingredients part was the most helpful part because i feel like that has never been broken down for me until it was no. um, until now. And we'll try and do like breakdown of maybe some hair like care products and ingredients that are good. 
um, along with makeup products because I do love makeup products that have skincare in them. I'm passionate about that actually. So we will do a part two and answer your questions because I know you guys sent in like a ton of questions and we literally didn't get to any of them yet. Um, so thank you so much guys for being here, being a part of the That Girl Guide. As always, write a review, leave five stars, only if it's going to be five stars and a nice review. Um, follow us on the That Girl Guide and we'll post like these tips and giveaways because I love giveaways. You are a giveaway girly. I am a giveaway girly. Um, have a great Thursday or great day whenever you're listening to this. Thank you. Bye. Bye.